Joseph T. Ranazisi was furious, his anger teetering toward rage as he stepped into a DEA conference room to meet with several executives from the McKesson Corporation, the largest drug distribution company in America. For months, he and his team of investigators on the sixth floor of the agency's headquarters in Arlington had been demanding that the company follow the law. A bear of a man at six foot two and 205 pounds, Joe quickly commanded attention. It was January 3, 2006, and time for a come to Jesus. Headquartered in San Francisco, with 76,000 employees around the world, McKesson had $93 billion in annual revenues, making it the 18th largest corporation in the country. The firm had been shipping copious amounts of hydrocodone, a highly addictive opioid laced into the popular pill commonly known as Vicodin, to just six pharmacies in Tampa, Florida. Between October 10 and October 21, 2005, McKesson distributed more than 2 million doses of hydrocodone to those drugstore clients. The pharmacies then sold the pills over the internet to just about anyone with a credit card. As the chief of the DEA's Office of Diversion Control, the unit responsible for policing the pharmaceutical industry, Joe saw prescription opioids as a threat far more deadly than the crack and meth epidemics of the 1980s and 90s. Euphoria-inducing, heroin-like pain pills such as Vicodin and OxyContin and their generic cousins, hydrocodone and oxycodone, were killing 10 to 15,000 people a year, almost as many as the U.S. military lost in Vietnam in 1968 the bloodiest year of the war. Joe's job was to make sure prescription drugs were not diverted from the legitimate supply chain to the black market. Joe couldn't blame transnational cartels for smuggling the drugs into the country, like he did when he was a special agent based in Detroit, battling heroin, cocaine, and crystal meth. He didn't hold the Playboy Gangster Crips or the Black Mafia family or MS-13 responsible for selling them on the street. He faced a far more formidable foe, the executives who ran some of the nation's most respected Fortune 500 corporations, the drug manufacturers, the pharmacies, and the little-known distributors that serve as the middlemen in the supply chain of prescription pain pills. Three distributors, companies that purchase the pills from manufacturers wholesale and ship them to their pharmacy clients on the retail level, transport nearly 95% of all pharmaceuticals in the United States. Cardinal Health Incorporated, Amerisource Bergen Corp., and McKesson, the last the focus of Joe's fury on this first Tuesday of 2006. Joe had summoned the executives to Arlington to make good on a threat. The shipments to Tampa were clearly suspicious. Why would six small drugstores need two million tablets of hydrocodone over 11 days? The DEA had already warned McKesson that the outlets were pushing pain pills to the Internet. The agency had shown McKesson's executives paperwork cataloging the vast quantities of pills the stores had been requesting and demanded that the corporation stop filling the orders. 
Under the law, the Controlled Substances Act of 1970, Joe told the executives that it was up to them to figure out why the stores wanted so many doses. If McKesson didn't get a plausible explanation, the company was obligated to stop the shipments and report the pharmacies to the DEA. Instead, McKesson had been shipping the pills to its drugstore customers without saying a word, a practice it continued after the DEA warnings.